Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Um, Please hang with me as we are getting started for this broadcast, um, for the live stream, whatever we want to call it. Uh, Tonight, we are going to be doing a live Q&A, and I have collected all of the questions that uh, everyone who came out for the brand new mini course, Marketing Rescue, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I put together a new mini course. If anybody remembers Therapy Business Basics from a little bit, a little while ago, uh, feel free to go check that out on my website. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and get a couple of things set up. I want to, uh, you know, make sure that we are kind of going through things um, in an orderly fashion. If you do have any questions that come up for you as we're going through this, please feel free to comment down below. Um, I'm more than happy to get back to you about those. But these are all the questions that uh, my assistant, Patricia Miner, shout out, um, super, super assistant. Uh, She put together these questions from all of the people who had registered for the live marketing rescue mini course. And um, we are going to be going over them. Um, Took disclaimer out there too, that while I am super passionate about business development and marketing, I have my own experience. I have a certain way that I have gone about growing my own practice and helping other therapists here grow their practices. And just because I say something doesn't mean that is the one and true way to do things. There are tons of super helpful, um, like other people in marketing, in healthcare marketing in particular, and tons of different Facebook groups. Um, And if you are looking for something specific, please let me know and I can help point you in the right direction. There are lots of really great people to work with. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there um, that I will be answering all these questions based on my experience and based on what I have learned in the like, uh, various different marketing courses that I've taken. I did get certified as a digital marketing strategist this year, and um, I have a few different specialties that I am particular to. Uh, But yeah, anyways, so I think one thing that I am going to do as well is I am going to uh, try to put together um, just like a few of the like the main questions that we're going to talk about today and kind of like categorize them and put that category up on the screen um so that we are able to kind of keep track of where everything is um and if you are also watching this um let me know where you are uh watching from because I am in, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm in Las Vegas or Henderson, just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and today it, it actually like hasn't been as hot as I feel like it normally is, um, in the middle of July or the year of July, whatever, (laughs) but, um, I'm sure it's coming. Um, so let's see here. Uh, I'll put up the first question here and hello, uh, to the person that's watching. I have a guess on who it is. Um, Carrie, I knew it. (laughs) Um, I'm looking forward to talking a little bit more next week and hanging out and seeing what's what. So thank you so much for being here. Um, Okay, cool. So the beginning, this is one of the questions that um, quite a few people had is 
like where like where do I even start? Um, a lot of the people that are here in this group had a very similar or have have or had a very similar experience. Um, there's my girl. <laughs> yeah. Here she is. Um, very similar experience to what I had. Um, in school, we had one business course, one. Um, and it, you know, was basically like put together, this is what I remember, is put together a budget for a basic outpatient clinic that, you know, like you have to pick a specialty for. Um, but you also, uh, need to see like every single diagnosis. Um, and it was just, it was so weird because we also had to like put together like a pitch presentation, uh, to a like panel of investors. And that was just in, what was it? I guess maybe like 2016 or 2017, um, is when I was in school and taking that class. And, you know, it's only, it's only a handful of years later. And that is just like, not the way that things are um, in reality and the way that you can start a business. Um, and again, you know, that's my opinion. That's the way that I do things. Um, if you want to go and get investors, that's totally up to you. That's great. You know, there's no correct way to do something. Um, but it was just like such a different thing compared to what I know now. Um, so as far as where to begin, and again, this is specific to uh, marketing after doing the marketing rescue mini course, but where to begin with marketing. And I think that you know, this is a really common question, of course, for everybody who doesn't really have like a lot of experience with marketing. Um, and probably most of us here have more experience with sales than marketing, because if you can get a patient to come back to you in your regular <laughs> therapy job, you have sold them. So <laughs> most of us are able to do sales a lot better than we are marketing just because we don't have a lot of experience. Um, and this is a really common question. I ask myself this basically anytime that I want to do something new, like some kind of like new offer, new service or whatever. So it's not going to go away. And I really like to try to make this as, um, I guess like, uh, I don't know if procedural is the right word, but logical. I don't know. Um, I like go through like step by step by step, you know, like have having a particular process of doing this, rather than, you know, looking at all the different like marketing things that you could do, and then panicking and trying to do all of them. And then you do, you know, five different like marketing tactics, 50% of the way. Um, and then you don't get anywhere because you get really overwhelmed. Um, so what I would recommend, and I think this is cool because I'm just talking to uh, one of my uh, coaching clients about this today. Shout out to Jill. Um, like she, she was talking about like, okay, you know, like now that we have gotten going, we're doing a marketing project together where I'm helping her with more of the digital marketing stuff. And she wants to know like what she should be doing. And typically when I do this with people, uh, you know, like I do the digital stuff, of course, because I can do that from anywhere um, while they handle more of the local things. But, you know, before we even talk about like different tactics with that, where do we begin? You have to figure out what you even want, you know, and that was a big part of um, marketing rescue is figuring out like what it is that you do, what it is that you offer how you sell it, because that has to be like very clear. And I always make sure to emphasize that because that's something that I was terrible at at the beginning is being like very clear on what the offer and the price is. Um, because I was just like so worried <laughs> about what, what people would think. You have to have that together. And I believe that was in uh, day one of Marketing Rescue before you can market, if you if you don't have that, you cannot market something because we are ultimately 
as private practice owners, as solo business owners, um, and a lot of us want to be cash or at least like partially cash, um, like we can't, we can't market ourselves as therapists. You know, I, I would say very rarely does that work. Where I've seen that work is with people who are like already like deeply like ingrained within their community. Um, like they've lived there for long periods of time and they just know people and like they might've even helped a lot of the people in their community before. So people already know, like, and trust them. Um, so if you say like, Hey, like I'm doing private, you know, physical therapy, uh, do you know anybody who's interested? It's very easy to convert people. You know, you don't really have to work too hard on your marketing. But for those of us who are new to the area, like I only moved here a few years ago. And when I started my practice, I had only lived here for a year. Like I wasn't, I didn't grow up here. Um, I knew a few people, but not that many. Um, and so like, you don't kind of like have that to fall back on. And so you need to be very, very clear about what it is that you offer. And again, it's not you offering therapy. It's not, you're not offering yourself up as a therapist. You're not trying to sell yourself. You are selling a solution to a problem. And that is the key. Um, and lots of people have, you know, fears about niching down. And I actually wanted to share something about that. I'll post a screenshot of it. I have a couple of examples I wanted to share. But um, currently, uh, like my website, not good, need to redo it. Uh, currently, my website talks about myself and my husband um, working with athletes and runners. And we still have people reach out to us that are like not in that niche. Like they, that's not the, um, the like problem that they need help with. Um, so, uh, I just wanted to like share that with you that with this offer thing, you know, and figuring out what that is, it does need to be specific to your niche. Um, essentially like the solution that you're offering needs to fix a particular problem. So, that is like the very, very, very beginning that you need to start with. What do you sell? What do you offer? Who's it for? And also figure out like what it is you want to do compared to where you are right now. So this is what I was asking Jill today. And I still need to go back and look at her message. Um, but, you know, as far as like what we need to do for marketing, you know, that depends Oh, <laughs> classic therapy answer. Uh, it depends where are you right now. So, you know, like how many patients do you have? How many appointments do you have every week or every month? Um, what's your energy and your time like? Uh, you know, like how happy are you? Like, how, are you like mentally, physically like okay to continue to like push forward in your business? Because very real, totally okay to take breaks um, if you need to, as you are growing. Topic for a different day. Um, but where are we right now and where do we want to be? Um, and as you're asking yourself that, right, so we kind of have like prerequisites, right, of like offer, service, pricing, who are you talking to? All of that needs to be figured out before you even consider like anything else. Um, and then we have status update. Where are you right now? Where do you want to be? And then after asking yourself that, you also need to ask yourself what has already worked or what has worked before. Um, and, you know, that's for like Jill is a current practice owner. She currently has clients. Um, and so I guess like if you were just like starting out, um, you might not have that information just yet, but instead of maybe asking yourself that question, I would think about, okay, like where are, where are like my people, my niche, my audience, and how can I talk to them? So example for me, I work with CrossFit athletes, just like, you know, general population, but particularly people who do CrossFit, um, and where do I go? I go and work out at the gym. I go and I talk to the people at the gym. And so this has worked for me now 
two times, which not like a ton of data, but each time that I have gone and uh, worked out at a gym, I have ended up with paying clients. And that is because I go and like I mentioned before, I go and put myself in the community that I want to be a part of. I develop relationships and I put it out there that I'm available. So that would be honestly like the very first thing that I would suggest. And um, it doesn't have to be just in person. Jill has done this online as well in different uh, groups online. Um, but just show up <laughs> and introduce yourself and share the fact that you have a business, which is really easy to overlook that like putting it out there that you work with people. Um, and that's how I would begin. That's like, those are like the three was, I think like three steps that I would highly suggest doing and be consistent about it. So like I go to the gym most of the days of the week, I probably mention the people that I can help them at least once or twice a week, you know, not, <laughs> not every single person, of course, but like, I probably have at least one conversation a week where I'm talking to somebody about like, oh yeah, like I, you know, like I'm a PT, I help people with blah, blah, blah. Um, and like the word starts to spread and that's how you kind of can get in there. And then a question here from Miss Carrie Brower. Um, how, how long do you continue to try one area of marketing before moving on to trying something new? I think that is a really good question, Carrie. And thank you so much for putting that up here. Um, and I think like part of me, like I, I want to know a little bit more like about where that question is coming from and what your experience has been. Um, and you know, please, please feel free to share in the comments if you'd like, or next week when we hang out, <laughs> we can talk more about it. Um, but just kind of like in general, I would say, Oh, it depends. I hate that so much. I would say it depends on how quickly you want to see results. So, you know, like if you are somebody who has made the like complete jump into your business and you're like, I want to do this. I need to do this right now. Like we just, we got to go. <laughs> um, and you are starting some kind of marketing and maybe it is, uh, you know, working out in the gym. Uh, the other thing is it depends on the tactic too, because there are going to be some that are like slow burners, but like highly valuable. And there are going to be some that are like quick burners, valuable, but they either require a large investment of time or a large investment of money versus like the slow burning stuff typically doesn't require as much money or time, but it does take a lot of consistency over time. Uh, so some examples, being at the gym, I got patients after about six months. So that's one example. So if you, if you were brand new to a community, I would expect it to take at least six months for you to start seeing results from that, you know, so maybe it's a gym, maybe it is a networking group. I've never been a part of one. So just kind of using an example and based on what I know from a couple of my friends who have been part of them, um, gyms, uh, like community fitness centers, um, let's see, networking groups, uh, and Facebook groups. Like I would expect you to have to like consistently go to those for at least six months before you start to see any results from that. So your expectations with that, are going to be different from doing something like I, I work with therapists and put up um, like Facebook ads for different therapy practices. And uh, we advertise like consultations and you should like get leads within a week, like even within like two or three days, you should see leads may not be high quality, but you will get leads. Uh, and that is something that like I would expect like right away for the most part. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Carrie. And I know that that's kind of like a, like general thing, general answer. Um, but I think that that is like a really good, um, good question. And maybe for people who are just starting out, another thing that I might suggest is maybe, uh, trying like 
two to three types of marketing. And I say this very broadly, you know, and, and more is not always better. So proceed with caution with this. But if you literally like opened your practice today, um, pick at least one local type of marketing. Um, if you are going to be seeing people in person, and even if you are just online, if you're just starting out and have the option to like make relationships locally, that could be good. Um, again, depends on the situation, but I would pick at least one local type of marketing, networking, building relationships, and one thing online. Both things have to be consistent and whichever one you feel maybe like more comfortable with at first gets a second one. So it might look like just my own example. It might look like me consistently going to CrossFit and then also doing uh, regular blogging and regular social media posting. Um, you know, and like with that, I would say that like blogging is like a slow burn kind of marketing that is highly valuable from what I have seen, like the the time investment that you do with that, it will take you very far over time. And social media is very immediate, like it's a very like, like quick burn, like, you know, you might catch somebody's attention within the week. But if you don't keep up with it, you're, it's not gonna like, you know, like the post that you put up on social media this week, people are not going to find it a year from now versus blogging, they totally could. Uh, so um, I hope that helps. Um, and then, oh, the next question being, would you say that you should have both going on at the same time, quick and long term marketing? <laughs> um, I said that last part before I read this question. <laughs> so yeah, I 100% I would. Um, I like I said, I would pick maybe like, one local, one online, and then at least like one of them needs to be like long-term and short-term. I would say typically in-person marketing stuff, it's kind of like an ongoing thing. It is going to be like more of like a long-term marketing strategy. So online, you're going to pick like maybe like a mid to long-term option and a short-term one. Um, and there are lots of different options for that. So, yay, cool, thank you. You are welcome, sis. Okay, um, so where do I even begin? Those are some like really basic suggestions that I have for that. Um, and if you have more questions, please uh, leave them down in the comments. Um, okay, and then like the next question that we have, um, let me, I'll even, I'll share this with you guys so you can kind of like see the questions that are going to be, um, coming up. Let's see, share screen, Chrome tab. Here we go. Okay. Um, mm -mm -mm. so how much time and where to start with different avenues? We kind of just talked about that a little bit, uh, as far as like, like general advice and how like long to work on them. Um, and then how many hours of marketing per week is needed to be successful? Uh, I would say I'll just put this back up here too. Um, hours of marketing per week. It's, go it's going to vary. And like, just like another like kind of rule of thumb that I typically tell people and myself <laughs> is if I have more time than clients in an average work week of, you know, like the number of hours I want to be working, which for most of us is going to be somewhere between like 20 and 40, um, give me as much as you want, uh, or as little as you want, no judgment. Uh, but say like you want to work 30 hours a week and currently you have zero patients. I would say if you have those 30 hours a week, like blocked off for your business until you have clients, that's basically what you need to be doing. If you already have your offer, like everything's all set up, everything's really clear. Those 30 hours are going to be dedicated to marketing because you need patients. However, if you have more patience than you do extra time, you know, maybe you have those 30 hours and like 
Now even maybe 20 of them are dedicated to patient care, travel, whatever it is. Um, and five of them are now dedicated to admin time, documentation. Uh, then you really only have five hours left to do marketing. I would highly suggest picking some kind of marketing strategy that you can keep up with, even in those times when you're really busy. Uh, and it might look like Facebook ads because, you know, you want to invest money so that you can save time. It might look like blogging, like I mentioned, because you're, you know, really in it for the long haul and, uh, you know, you feel like investing an hour a week to make a YouTube video and write a blog will carry you far. Um, I've seen pretty good results from that. And like podcasting, again, it's not an immediate like marketing tactic at all. And um, it's a little bit harder to track than say Facebook ads, because you have a lot of data available with Facebook ads. Uh or let's see, what's another thing? Or maybe you spend those five hours reaching out to different uh, gyms or like recreation areas or just like any kind of like, like business provider, um, other people who have access to your target audience, reaching out to those people to create a connection and build a relationship to start offering workshops and seminars or like building referral partnerships. Um, I guess like that is, that's what I would, I would suggest, you know, if you have, if you have more patience and time, you're going to have less time for marketing, but you already have patience. So, you know, you're quote unquote successful. Um, and that can change too. That's different for everybody. But versus if you have more time than patience, you might be marketing, you know, 25 hours a week uh, in order to help yourself to be successful. Um, and then focus on a single platform or as many as possible, not as many as possible, two to three at most. Um, and blanket advice, pick two to three things, go to it for maybe like a month or two and figure out like what kind of results you're getting. And then the things that are getting you the results that you want, keep doing it. The things that are not, if you don't enjoy it and it's not giving you clients, you know, kick it to the curb for now, put it on the back burner and choose something else. And um, how to determine, uh, how, how do you determine how to market to your target audience? Kind of talked through that a little bit, you know, like, where are they right now? Go there and talk to them. Um, and is there a certain percent of your budget that you should be spending on marketing? Uh, the last recommendation that I saw was to spend about, I believe it was about five, I have this written down somewhere, about 5% of your uh, gross revenue per month on marketing. And when, when I think of that, you know, and so anybody who like watches or listens to this, you know, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but when I think of that, like marketing spend would either be used to pay for advertising or pay for a marketing expert <laughs> um, to to help you get where you want to go. Um, so the 5% thing I would say is more towards like paid advertising. Uh, typically, if you hire a person to do your marketing, it's going to be more of a financial investment upfront, but it's also saving you tons of time and not just in saving you time in the marketing being done right then. But like I mentioned at the beginning, I spent I think the course that I took was around like 17 hours plus the exam. So maybe all in like 20 hours ish uh, of me like watching and learning and quizzing and all that stuff um, on different marketing, plus like trying stuff on my own to see if it would work. And so like just teaching yourself marketing stuff takes a lot of time. And is it a worthwhile investment of time? I 100% think so because it's a very like powerful skill to have. Uh, however, not everybody wants to and that's fine. Um, so I I would say 
you know, you, and this is also like another rule of thumb that I've been told by uh, like coaches I've worked with is you want to be doing at least $5,000 a month. I would suggest um, two or three months like consecutively to dive into Facebook ads if you are going to do them yourself. Um, and keep in mind that if you're doing any advertising, whether it's Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, whatever else, TikTok, you need to have like a discretionary ads fund budget budget. And sort of, I guess, like what I mean by that, maybe that's not the right word, is that if you were to spend $500 on ads this month, and none of them worked, and you know, you basically just burned 500 bucks, you're okay with that. Like it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, and even advertising, especially for a new offer can take time. Um, if it hasn't been like proven and tested already for your type of offer in your area, uh, it can take more time. So if you like think about that, even like $500 over the course of like four months, so $500 a month times four months, uh, $2,000. If it just, you know, like you put it in a trash can and burned it and like, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world, the end of your security and safety, you know, like just because you can spend money on ads doesn't mean it's always the right time or the right tactic that you need. So a few different things to consider with that. Uh, and I would also probably recommend like if you are wanting to hire somebody like you're again, like you're wanting to hit probably around the $5,000 a month mark. And uh, while hiring somebody to do your marketing um, at that point is going to be like, again, like more money up front. Um, it can cost anywhere from hundreds to thousands of dollars a month to hire somebody. Uh, it will save you time in the long run. Um, and again, it's just like, it's an investment to help you get there faster than you doing it on your own. Um, so, you know, everybody is totally different, uh, you know, with what, what you want to spend your time, money and energy on. And that's okay. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. My best advice with all of that would be to ask questions and, you know, make sure that you feel comfortable with like whatever option, um, you have going. So that is the end of part one. We might even have to have like another live Q and a, we'll see see how quickly I can get through this. Um, so let's say this next question here, we're going to be talking about uh, Trish labeled it as social media and internet specific. So I would say this section will be called maybe like things about um, digital marketing. Um, and this is what we are going to dive in to next. Check out this, uh, gallon. If you haven't seen it yet, I brought it with me on some of the streams, <laughs> but not all of them. Um, and quick thing that I wanted to mention as well, if you haven't seen it already, um, we've been do we, me, <laughs> me and Trisha and um, our different guests, we've been doing the um, Therapy Entrepreneurs uh, interview series again that we did last year. So if you haven't checked that out, um, you know, you should be able to go down below in this discussion section and find other live streams. Um, and they'll also be going up on my podcast and YouTube channel and on the blog on my website. Um, so, you know, there are lots of different people to, to learn from, uh, and I would recommend going to check those out. Okay. Social media, internet specific questions. So we have a few different questions here. Like is social media, the most important thing, how effective is it? Um, how to build a consistent client base, maybe like online or through social media, how to turn posts into patients. 
Ah, maybe that'll be the next mini course. <laughs> um, but like things with social media have been like a little bit wonky compared to what they were a little while ago. So that's why I like I've been learning a lot more about like blogging, SEO, YouTube, podcast, um, more like, like I talk about those types of digital marketing is kind of having like a a longer shelf life compared to social media. Like social media is something that it will expire very quickly from what I have seen. I wouldn't consider myself a social media expert. Um, I am on it quite a bit. However, I, you know, like I just, I feel like the organic social media stuff, which is when like you are posting on social media and not doing advertising. Um, it just like, it takes a lot of consistency and you also have to kind of be like all in on one or two platforms or you need to hire help um, because it just, it can be so time consuming. So anyways, <laughs> there's, there's just like, there are so many things that go into every single type of online marketing that you can do. Um, that it's, it's hard to talk about all of them, you know, in, in the span of a couple of minutes. Uh, so please have patience with that. And if you have specific questions, I'm, I'm totally happy to talk about them. Um, but basically it, it looks like that the main questions that we have here are, you know, social media, is it worth it? Um, how do I improve SEO and get higher like web searches and um, direct messaging your target audience? So let's talk about this piece first. Um, social media, how effective is it? Um, so social media. Um, Here's what I've seen over the past few years. And I'd love to know in the comments if this is something that you have seen as well, or if it's just me. <laughs> but I feel like when I first started my business, the ability to reach people organically, right, which is just like through posting or messaging, commenting, the ability to reach people was easier than it is now. And I could probably say the same thing about social media like five years ago versus two years ago or 10 years ago versus five years ago. Like it's becoming increasingly difficult to uh, get organic reach, just organic views and engagement on like regular posts compared to a while ago on the big platforms anyway, like Facebook and Instagram. Um, there, it's much easier to reach people with advertising, of course, because like you pay for it and things like Instagram reels and TikTok, you know, they've really become a lot more popular within the past couple of years. So there's still much more organic reach there. Um, but, uh, many of like the social media, like experts that I follow have shared about how it's just continuing, continuing to kind of decrease over time. Uh, which is pretty like standard with social media. And that's why a lot of people like myself, um, I do still post on social media, but it's not like my main driver. Some of that like longer term stuff in now is and paid advertising because it takes a lot less of my current time. Um, so like Facebook groups used to be huge. They were like the number one way to find clients on Facebook. And in, in my experience and with pe different people that I've worked with, but that does seem to be waning quite a bit. Even, you know, this live stream right now, if I pull up my like Facebook and look right now, <clears throat> even though I have a Facebook group of 1400 people, and like I'm live in the group right now, this live video, um, you know, I'd say this time last year, probably at least by now should have reached like a few hundred people. Like the fact that like I'm live in this group and it says, it says on the post, it's only reached 12 out of 1400 people. 
Um, as far as time goes, it's, you know, almost five o'clock Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern. That used to be like a very popular time to do lives in the group. Um, but it hasn't really been anymore. So it's just, it's kind of interesting to see the trends over time. Um, and like part of the reason that I continue to do these lives is because I really like to do them. I, I like talking about, <laughs> I like talking about marketing. Um, if you can't tell, and I like teaching, I like helping. Um, I feel like I can like, portray myself, I guess, pretty well as far as, you know, like who I am and how I kind of interact with people and my like opinions and, and thoughts on business stuff via video. And it's just like, a, it's a really comfortable vehicle for me. It's not for everybody, which is fine. Um, but I, I like it a lot for a lot of reasons. Uh, so I continue to do this. Um, but you'll also probably notice that there's not a ton of activity in this group and in other groups that I've been in um it just it takes it takes a lot to keep um social media engagement going which is really the thing even more so than reach as you want people to engage so I would say currently I have kind of like mixed feelings on how effective social media is but I have gotten clients from it of course like lots I mean, all of the business coaching clients I've worked with, I've found online. Um, I've had a couple of physical therapy, maybe like, maybe like three or four physical therapy patients have contacted me online. Um, and I mean, my website's doing pretty well. I would say in the last year, I've had more um, inquiries than I did the first couple of years. Uh like through my website so like through google website people finding me locally and um i haven't dived too much into the data but i do really believe it's because i fixed and improved a lot of the head and meta tags on my website so the seo is much better it's easier to find my practice um <laughs> carrie you're so sweet. Um, and Carrie said she appreciates me. I believe doing these videos is in the middle of a monologue. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you being here. Um, let's see. And then Carrie also said that she's finding next door has been better than larger social media. Um, I think that's great. Like next door can be Potentially, I haven't, I haven't personally used it, but Nextdoor can be great because it is like a local based social media platform. Um, so you probably will be able to find more people uh, potentially that way if you're a local provider um, versus like the larger ones. However, I will say that there are neighborhoods like my neighborhood here has a Facebook group. So if you are not already part of your neighborhood or city Facebook groups, um, I would suggest looking into that. Um, and something else you could always probably do too is maybe like on like Instagram, um, following and interacting with different local Instagram accounts, like the city of Henderson Instagram account would be one that I would interact with. I would follow them, interact with their posts via my business Instagram. And then like more people who follow that, the Henderson Instagram would see like my username and like look into it probably. Um, because I know that like I do that sometimes when there are just like different people like commenting on posts of people I follow. Sometimes I'll look at their profiles. So maybe something like that too. Um, so there are ways to use the bigger platforms locally. Um, however, anyway, just like anything with social media to quickly like answer this question, you have to be consistent. And I think that you also have to manufacture a lot of your own engagement. You know, you need to comment on lots of different things, tag people, interact with people specifically um, in order to boost your posts and uh it it just it requires a lot 
Is it effective? Of course, every single marketing tool is effective. Um, it's just what is going to work for you and resonate with your audience and what are you going to do on a regular basis? Um, and then next question, let's see. Um, let's see, SEO and getting more people to your website. Um, this is a really, I would say, like common question as well. And the first thing that you need to know about SEO, and this is something that like I didn't know at the beginning, like I mentioned, I taught myself all of this, um, is that SEO takes time to build. <laughs> uh, it's not something that is going to happen immediately as much as we want it to. But there are things that you can do quickly. Um just to like give yourself kind of like the edge. Um, and there, I believe there are videos in here in the guide section about what to do on your website to help with SEO. Um, but I would say the quickest way to build uh, SEO and to build like web traffic and people getting to your website um, would be like one, your website needs to be everywhere. If it is not like on your social media profiles, um, it needs to be on there because like, that's just something that you have so much control over. It needs to be on there. Um, that's number one. And then the other thing is doing keyword research and making sure that you have keywords and descriptions on your website in the header and meta tags. Uh, that's number two. And then number three, <laughs> two and three. Uh, number three is going to be to regularly update your website. And what the way that I've been doing that is through blogs. Um, I, I typically, I try to put up a blog once a week. Um, you're going to see the best results. Uh, the last like research I looked at said like 11 blog posts a month. Um, which I think is a lot, <laughs> um, if writing is like not really your thing. Um, but at least once a week over at least eight to 12 weeks is kind of like the time frame where you should see improvements. And just by doing that, I actually, I shared this with one of my clients, um, that let's see, let me find it. Um, update. one of my clients that I have been uh, doing marketing for digital marketing, uh, I rebuilt their website in the fall. And then in the past six months, compared to the previous six months, so like essentially 2022 compared to the second half of 2021, um, they're number of users went up almost 70% on their website, uh, traffic in total. So users is like unique people who go to your website. And then traffic could be the same person going back uh, multiple times, their traffic increased by 99%. Um, the average like session duration, so how long somebody's on the website, uh, increased again by almost 70%. Um, their top channel for getting people to the website is now through Google, you know, versus social media. Um, and there have been 32 clicks to call um, from the website, which is cool. Like, we're just we're seeing with regular and consistent updates on the website. And that's it. Like, we're, in, we're, barely doing social media is what I what I would say. It's like maybe a couple posts a week or every other week. Um, and we're just updating the website once a week or every other week. And that's what's happened, which is super cool. I mean, it does take a long time. But so many people are finding them without them really having to do anything besides that one time investment of the, the blog post. So um, that is, is super, super cool. Um, okay. And let's see, I think we're going to finish up with this digital marketing stuff. And then, um, I might get more into the other marketing stuff and maybe we'll do another like live Q and a, um, 
maybe maybe not this month but maybe next month and that'll be kind of cool because it'll give us a chance to implement um different strategies that we've talked about and then the last thing here uh that i wanted to talk about the question that we had was how to direct message your target audience and i think that personally again personally i think that there are several things that go into direct messaging strategy and there it, it really is a strategy and there are some places that you have to be careful about direct messaging um because there are different like rules and you want to make sure that you're just putting your best foot forward uh so if that is something that you want to do um you might even consider looking it up on YouTube and I have a few different things that that I teach but it's just like so dependent on you know like how you want to be portrayed how you want to talk to people who your audience is what platform you're using that I like kind of hesitate to give just like blanket advice on that um here uh but of course we can always talk about it at another time so we got through like where to start. Um, I hope that was helpful. We got through some social media and internet stuff. And then Trisha also put together like general marketing questions, uh, follow through efficiency, payment and maintenance. Uh, so maybe those are a few other things that we can talk about later on. Um, so again, thank you so much for being here, for watching, whether you caught it live or on the replay. Um, or if you're listening, uh, on the podcast or on YouTube, um, or catching this on the blog, I might put it up on there. Um, thank you so much. Uh, you know, if, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, and I will plan to see you on the next one. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I'm honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganmeese.com or on Instagram at drmorganmeese. Who do you want to hear from next or would you like to be featured on this series have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet please email me at morgan at the